0: In this bulletin, a key bridge linking Russia to Crimea partially reopens after a huge explosion leaves three people dead, warnings of flash flooding in New South Wales, and in the Women's Rugby World Cup, Australia's early promise not enough as New Zealand claims victory. With the latest SBS news, I'm Asam al Russia's only bridge to Crimea has partially reopened after an explosion. Russia says three people were killed in the blast that blew up a truck and heavily damaged the vital bridge used by Russia to move military equipment into Ukraine. The Kerch Bridge is Russia's sole land link with Crimea which was seized by Russia from Ukraine in 2014. Videos on social media showed the giant bridge on fire and partially collapsed into the sea. Svetlana Petrenko from Russia's investigative committee says authorities are working to identify the three bodies found. According to preliminary data, three people died as a result of the incident. We believe they are passengers of the car, which was next to the truck. The bodies of two dead men and a woman have been raised from the water. Their identities are being established. Investigators have also established the details of the truck and its owner. He is a resident of the city of Krasnodar in southern Russia. Investigative actions are being carried out at his place of residence. Meanwhile, the Russian-appointed head of Crimea appealed for calm. Sergei Aksionov told residents there are adequate stocks of fuel and food. A Ukrainian presidential advisor says the incident is just the beginning, but stopped short of saying Ukrainian forces were responsible for the explosion. Seventy eight flood warnings remain in place across New South Wales as residents are being urged to remain vigilant throughout the coming week. Heavy rainfall could lead to flash flooding and landslides along the east coast of New South Wales, covering areas such as the Central Tablelands, Hunter, Metropolitan and Illawarra districts and northern parts of the South Coast District. Six hourly rainfall totals of up to seventy millimetres are being forecast. The rain is expected to ease by midday Sunday, but another front is expected by the middle of next week. New South Wales SES Commissioner Carleen York says the flood risk will remain elevated during the storm season. It's also important to remember that uh, the rains will pass and the sun will come out but the rivers may still be rising so um, the water that goes in will flow down into a number of areas and there are a number of peaks uh, for later on Monday so the risk doesn't go away just because the weather's fine. So I'm asking the community please make sensible decisions, think about where you're travelling, think about the safety of you and your family but also the safety of the emergency service officers who may need to come out and assist you. First Nations advocates and campaigners are calling for an increase in education programs aimed at suicide prevention in schools across Australia. The Victorian government has announced the launch of an online list of 56 well-being programs delivered by trained mental health professionals to be implemented in all government schools by 2024. Darug and Darwal woman, Shanai Holmes, manages the Heal Our Way campaign in New South Wales, which is aimed at reducing youth suicide in First Nations communities. She says more work needs to be done in schools to help reduce the suicide rates among young Indigenous Australians, which are more than twice as high compared to non-Indigenous Australians. There are a lot of racism towards Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who are suffering from suicidal thoughts and mental health. So it's changing that perception too and making people understand why suicide is um, so high in Aboriginal communities and it has to do with things like colonization, intergenerational trauma that's still happening today. Members of the Thai community in Australia have conducted vigils for the 37 people who died in the Thailand daycare massacre. They have come together to offer prayers and support, as many struggle to come to terms with what has happened. Buddhist monk Ajahn Bonsum has been making offerings for those killed in the gun attack. In Buddhism, it's, we look inwards more than, more than look outward. So when the incident stir our mind, that's, uh, we need to focus what we are doing in daily life. In Thailand, there have been emotional scenes as traumatized families have been reunited with the bodies of their children. They were killed in a shooting and stabbing rampage which occurred at the childcare center in the rural community of Utai Sawan in the country's northeast. Football's world governing body, FIFA, will not impose sanctions on Indonesia after a stadium stampede last week that killed 131 people. In a video message, President Joko Widodo says the country will work with FIFA to improve its management of football matches. We are grateful to God that Indonesian football is not sanctioned by FIFA, and FIFA, together with the Indonesian government, will form a transformative team for our football. FIFA will take office in Indonesia during the entire process. On Thursday, the country's police chief announced six people including police and match organizers are facing criminal charges in Indonesia over the tragedy. The stadium stampede in the Malang region of East Java was among the world's worst sporting disasters. It was triggered by hundreds of football fans trying to flee a stadium riot and the firing of tear gas by police. The crush was made worse by several locked exits. To sport. New Zealand have defeated Australia in their Women's Rugby World Cup opener. Defending World Cup champions, the Black Ferns fought back from 17 nil down against the Wallaroos to prevail 41-17. The crowd of 40,000 at Eden Park in Auckland set a new record for spectator numbers at a women's rugby international. Black Ferns captain Ruahai Daimont told Stan Sport that Australia was a tough opponent. It was definitely a game of two halves. Australia put us under the pump there right from the start. Um, and for most of us this was our first ever introduction to a Rugby World Cup. I'm proud about how we closed off that first half. It means so much not only to the, to the playing group that's here now, um, but to all of those who have gone before us. This is a massive milestone and a huge step forward in the legacy of the Blackburns and women's rugby in Aotearoa. Wallaroo's captain Shannon Parry says there was tremendous momentum in the first half and it's disappointing the team couldn't hold on to it. Yeah, it was a tough battle that one. A um, bit of discipline and I think for us we were in it and probably let the foot off the throat a little bit there. So something we'll look to build on in the next games. You know, massive crowd that came out here to Eden Park. It's a, you know, it's a really global game now. And massive shout out to our supporters back home and everyone over here who's come out to support Women's Rugby. With the latest SBS news, I'm al Ghadib. Music <laughs>